It's time for Golf DMV. Highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And now, here is Claude Jennings. Welcome, everybody, to Golf DMV, the podcast and radio show, by the way. We can't forget that it's a radio show. I mean, we don't forget, but people need to know. It's a radio show and a podcast highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else we play. If, by chance, you hear crickets tonight, it is not the crowd at the U.S. Open not cheering for Bryson DeChambeau. (laughs) Also, if you hear crickets, it's not... The, the sound of the whole United States golf community not cheering for Bryson DeChambeau and his win at the U.S. Open. It's because I'm outside. And it's not, yeah, it's not my bad jokes falling on deaf ears. It's actual crickets. I'm outside. Um, got a fire pit going. I just felt like putting the fire pit out and said, you know what, I'm going to do the show outside, you know? There you go. Nice and, Monday uh, evening. Yeah, so I'm outside. It's a, it's a little chilly, which is fine. This is why we've got the fire pit going. And so I've got a hat on. I'm, I'm just looking how ridiculous I may look in this Zoom call. Yeah, well, because, you, you are outside, so we're we giving you a break. Yeah. You know, because LB's inside, he's got his headphone thing on with the microphone, and Vern's got the same thing. And I've, I've got my normal mic set up and, and laptop, but I've got my hat on um, and this little do, jacket. Do, says, do you have on gloves? I do not. I do not have on gloves. Okay. It's not cold okay. enough for gloves okay. just yet. Right. Not just yet. You think so? 40-something degrees is, is glove weather. Brought to you in part, uh, by the way, with Cache Spawn Sports. You can go to golfdmvpodcast.com, scroll down to sponsors and friends of the show, find out all you need to know about Dr. Smith. She will be on the show this year. I yes. mean, we're obligated to have her on the show. But yeah. COVID-19 happened, and it changed everything. Yeah. And so we're going to get her on the show um, at some point. Lots are, of stuff. We are efforting that as, you, as we speak. We are efforting that as we speak. Uh, so lots to talk about today. We've got some rounds. Uh, Vern and LB played Haynes Point. They played Mattapanai Springs. Uh, the wife and I uh, played um, uh, Raspberry Falls. We'll talk a little bit about that. Okay. Uh, but we've, I guess we got to start with the U.S. Open. And, uh, you know, we've got to start with, yes, well, <laughs> with Bryson DeChambeau. Why, not? Why do I not like Bryson DeChambeau so much? What's the, you know, I don't, he's an unlikable person. <sighs> Just probably because he's so – he's just very particular. That's what I told <laughs> – LB and I discussed this today. And, by the way, we played East Potomac. It was East Potomac, but – Oh, uh, what did well, I say? North Potomac? Haynes Point. But that's what oh, we, Haynes yeah, Point. That, that was the original. But that's what we'll, I call it, too. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, we'll get <laughs> okay. into that later. But, uh, yeah, uh, we were talking about it today while we were playing golf. Just that, you know, he's just, he's just, he's just so – he's extra. Yeah. As, as we like to say in the community, he's extra. He's very particular. Uh, it has to be this way. I got to call over a rules official. It's like, bro, hit the shot, bro. We got to – Right, yeah, right, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's some of his mannerisms I can, you know, but uh, like you said, I mean, if you look at what he did in this tournament, it's hard to not, especially with everyone else, just especially on day three, which I'm sure we'll talk about on Saturday, the carnage that happened where everyone just careened off of the scoreboard and he just right. kept right on plugging. So, you know, maybe what can I say, man? And, and, and not just what he did this tournament, though. I mean, to give him credit, I mean, you know, he took a lot of heat for, I mean, not heat, just criticism or bulking up and yeah. like, I don't care where my driver goes. I'm just going to hit it 360 yards every time and just deal with the consequences, that kind of approach yeah. and had some early success this season. Um, and then, you know, like everybody knows the game is hard, kind of, you know, fell off a little bit and now he won a major. And so, I mean, I think all the work that he put in his whole different approach, you know, he's got the whole thing about the shafts and stuff like that. I think it, it all kind of paid off. It's just, you know, he, he calls over these rule officials and he tries to do this and that. And then he tries to troll Brooks Kepka about the fact yeah. that he's got it. It all started. It all started with this confrontation about him playing slow with it Brooks. Did. And it's like, it shook him like to the core of who he is. And it's almost like he's changed everything about himself in order to prove something 
to Brooks Kepka, who couldn't care less about him. <laughs> yeah. Now I'll give you one. So here's a sports comparison, though, where uh, I think he actually comes out on the on the positive side, right? So okay. Um, KD. People talk about KD a lot. Kevin Durant, for those who don't mm-hmm. listen to watch basketball or whatever, you just listen, listen to the golf podcast. The NBA is a popular player. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant gets a lot of this too. For those who are aware, uh, as you're aware, Claude, you know, about caring, right? About caring what people think about mm-hmm. him. He's not particular. Mm-hmm. Like his mannerisms are normal. Everything else is fine. But like, you know, somebody, he follows people on Twitter. He reads what people write about him. Didn't he stuff. have a burner Twitter account? He had a burner Twitter yeah. account to follow like people. Like to try to flame people who would say things about yes. him. Yes. He <laughs> responded to people. It's like, you're, it's like you're one of the, you're the best or one of the top two basketball players in the world. Probably, you know, top five all time. Yeah. What are you doing responding to these people? And he talks, excuse me, he's talked before about being sick. He says he acknowledged it. Man, I'm sensitive, and I, sometimes I care mm-hmm. about what people think about me. I, I don't <laughs> – I don't. Bryson does step in it a lot, but mm-hmm. sometimes I don't think – he's so aloof. I don't what? think he cares <laughs> what people think about him. I think he just thinks know, that those right? people are dumb, other than the bulking up. <laughs> well, something about Brooks shook him, like you said, to his core, and he yeah. did go try to go get masked up so he could get more distance. But I don't get the sense that, like, uh, like you know, you know, because well, he also it, said Brooks doesn't have a six pack. You know what I mean? Like, yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> why are you talking about that, man? But you know the way Chambly puts like a chip on his shoulder of Brooks. Like Brooks, care, Brooks, Brooks is like maybe not like Katie, but like he cares about everything that's written about him. And yeah. if you say, I think uh, I'm not sure he's gonna win. He's like, you know, best poster board material. I don't feel like I don't feel like Bryson does that. I feel like he just kind of goes on in his peculiar way. Just doing what he's doing, <laughs> making waves and everything else. And that's the last thing I'll say about it. If you guys, if for anybody who listens to watch the U.S. Open, I hope you were there on, on Sunday, on the last day watching it. Because even the commentators, I love, I love this about majors. When the commentators have a favorite and they can't hide it. Or when they don't mm-hmm. want someone to win and they got it. <laughs> I think it was Roger. Somebody on there, I think it was Roger. I'm going to say it was Roger Mulvey. I don't know who it was. Somebody on the crew made the point like six times, Clark. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, you know, he's just gonna do it his way, and it looks like, like, as basically, as he's starting to win, they said like three or four times, like, well, people are just gonna have to respect, I guess. This is how he's done it. He's really shut the critics down. So he said it, it once. You're like, okay, it was, right, it was right. the, it was the 2016 election syndrome where, like, if you tune on like ABC and you're watching George Stephanopoulos or you turn on CNN or something, everybody's all happy at six o'clock. Election results coming in, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. and then right around 10 p.m. Eastern, they were like just oh, coming goodness. to grips with. Okay. Um, looks like. Um, so yeah, he lost. Looks like Donald lost. Trump's going to. Okay. <laughs> so that's what. That's they perfect. Heard. That's perfect because he, bro, he said it like coming in on like the last stretch when it was like inevitable, like Matt Wolf dropped a stroke. He said it another, like I feel like he said it so many, a couple another couple times that like I feel like the crew was in there. He's like, all right, man, Roger, nobody's down them. You you just keep saying it. You know, all the critics out here talking about how weird and trash this guy is, but you know what? He's going to win anyway, so we got to respect it. It's like, yeah, Roger, it's you. It's just you, bro. <laughs> that's a good analogy that's I'm out right. here in the backyard like I said earlier in the show yeah. with the fire pit going but LB just put his hood up it's like but he's in, he's in his house it must be freezing in there I'm in the basement. It's cold in the basement. My office is in the basement. What can I tell you? And I did not. Tr- I refuse to turn the heat on just yet. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you can start a fire right there in the basement if you like. Know, Control right? burn, maybe is what they'll call it. Yeah. So anyway, um, a couple of things about the U.S. Open. If I if I can just go back um to to the tournament last week, maybe it was two weeks ago. Whatever was the first tournament that Roy played in when after he had the kid, mm-hmm. um, somebody tried to uh, interview him after it might have been the second or third round and asked him. Um, you know, Roy, how how hard was it, Roy, to come out here after having a kid? And, you know, is your heart at home with, with, with your wife and the baby? And Roy was like, 
actually, it's really good to get away. I mean, having a newborn is hard. <laughs> yeah. like, so, uh, you know, um, this is a welcome kind of escape and four hours here on the course. And it, it's actually a good deal to kind of be away. And then they try to go back like, well, yeah, that's great. But, you know, how, how, how much were you thinking about your kid? How much were you thinking about, about your wife? And just thinking about it. Like, well, I mean, you know, when you're out here competing, it's hard to think about anything other than golf. And so, I mean, like now I am, but when I was playing, I wasn't thinking about him right. at all. So I mean, he's, he's like, second time. This is the second right. time I told you now. I'm right. good. Okay. And I thought that that Wrong was answer. so cool because Roy, Roy does say what he feels, you know, when he's mm-hmm. asked questions. I mean, he's spoken out about politics and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And so I thought that that was kind of cool. He also had one of my favorite moments from the U.S. Open. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he was hitting out of the rough. No, that, was, that wasn't the U.S. Open. It was another tournament where he, like, topped the ball. Yeah, and it was the like, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving this new Matt Roy McIlroy who'll call out Brooks Kapka, who says he doesn't be around his family. He likes being on the golf course and with his newborn. And he can't play like yeah. i like this is the one that i like he's, awesome. he's the one that needs to be playing with us on the weekends yeah i love that I love so that. overall u.s yeah. open what were your thoughts i thought the course was probably one of the more fair u.s open courses although i don't know those greens were running pretty fast guys were hitting good shots even in the fairway and they were mm-hmm. running off the fairway into the rough yeah i don't know i i en- well it all comes back to bryson if he had the one i would probably enjoyed it more <laughs> um but it, it's it's still you gotta give him his, like I'm saying you gotta give him his credit for for how he yeah he muscled it out of that rough when nobody else really could you know and actually could make a shot out of the rough I guess is more importantly um, right so I don't know and it became anticlimactic too after what the tenth hole that, that was the point yeah yeah it was like it wasn't even worth you wanted Wolf, wasn't you wanted Wolf to be in it yeah yeah, yeah so overall I mean so... it, I was glad I was glad to see the the people that didn't make the cut, I mean, because it, 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 showed, it showed the toughness of the course by the people who didn't make the cut. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. So a lot I of mean, big names that, that went home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Bryson, I mean, when I'm looking at this thing and, and at one point, I guess he's six under, and everybody's over par, I'm like, wow, he's destroying mm-hmm. the field. Yes. And, and, and I could only imagine, like, again, he's one of the ones who are, who's not likable, though, but I mean, I can only imagine the amount of, pride he probably felt you know what i mean and just mm-hmm. like validation because he's a guy who seems to need this kind of validation you know what i mean right. for the things that a little do. bit yeah and, and kind of like it but like burns it in a loop kind of way but i will say this there was something about him winning and brooks kepka's like slight decline on golf dmv yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. that yeah. made me kind of like huh ah, i wonder what brooks is thinking about this <laughs> or if bryson's going to mention brooks in his, in the, in his press conference right, right. I, yeah. i'd wondered that too i was like oh brooks i i started sending text to you guys like brooks don't stay home so mad and i thought i was like no if i know brooks cap he hasn't been watching since he said i'm out with my knee Right. Probably mm-hmm. didn't even watch. No, probably no, no. like in Maui somewhere probably, with his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe watching football or something. Like yes, like, like jet skiing or something. I, I, real quick, for those who didn't know, though, there's been a discussion about like uh, – like, like to your point, LB, U.S. Open was fair and it was difficult. Mm-hmm. People are struggling with the fact that I think he hit – what was it? 41%. 41% of his fairways. So he, he right. hit 23 of 56. Yep. And they said no previous U.S. Open winner had uh, hit fewer than 27, I think. Or, right. Or Tiger was like one of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so there's, there's like a discussion about this setup and stuff like that. But I, I think I agree with you, Claude. I think, I think it was fair. Like, especially like people just, you know, day one, it opened up and it was, you know, uh, I think it was, who was it? Um, our, our guy uh, with the chin. JT. Uh, JT was four. He was, <laughs> he was four under. People were tripping. Like the, the, they said the superintendent got mad and everything. It's like, yo, yo, 
It's the first day. Fall back. Right. Be easy. Like when you guys were like, hey, we're rooting for this amateur. I was like, y'all can forget about that. Right. He went downhill. Yeah, God bless him too. Because at the end of the interview, he's like, well, you know, and he said the right thing. He's like, well, mm-hmm. I'm here to compete. You know, I'm not here as a spectator. I'm here to compete. I was like, that's mm-hmm. cool, bro. That's your 15 seconds of fame. See you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glad you're saying the right thing. But you're not going to. <laughs> yeah. So, so do you guys think Bryson's approach, um, I mean, for him, it seems to be working, but like, you know, I'm just going to bomb it and, you know, I won't be the most accurate, but if I hit it far enough, even if it's in tall rough or whatever, I'll be able to, you know, have a good up and down game and, and, and be successful on tour. So, I mean, to, not to, just to bomb me, it off me, the tee the way like yeah. I would and it would go extremely left and lost, but like, <laughs> I mean, these guys, inaccuracy but, for them is different. But the last, I think the last five, six years, I mean, isn't that what golf has become? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's some, some guys are, are starting to, to develop a short game. And, and, and Bryson can putt. I give him credit. He can putt. Um, but the, DJ, what was, isn't that how yeah. he was? That was his, mm-hmm. that was his game. Yeah. Kepka wasn't far behind him. I mean, he, these guys have, I think, over the years, they have developed short game and putting. But initially, they were bombing guys, guys too. Yeah. So I don't think he's doing anything different. And what those guys were doing, he's just doing it better than they were doing it. Right. Agree. Well, just, and physically changing his, his right. appearance. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. guys, I don't think he necessarily physically changed. He physically changed his appearance and swings uncontrollably. Like, DJ hits it long, but it seems like it's in the natural yeah, swing right. motion. Same thing with Brooks. Right. Bryson his, looks like. His whole, he, his, whole squeeze, his whole swing theory is off anyway. Yeah. I mean, because he's got all the yeah, same Bryson. lift clubs and all, yeah, and all that stuff. So. I don't think you can compare his swing <laughs> to anybody else's because what he's doing is is not is not a uh, it's almost like a baseball swing because they compared right. it on one of the channels they compared it to Carlos Stanson yeah. yeah so <laughs> I mean really so uh, you know it's very single plane for those who care if you go 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 Google Mo Norman go look at some of that stuff there's a famous there's a, a uh, instructor for Mo Norman, who was a, a single plane swing golfer, who had a setup very much like Bryson, stood far mm-hmm. away from the ball, very straight arms. And you see it, you're like, this is weird. But Mo Norman was one of the most accurate strikers of the ball. Ben Hogan mm-hmm. respected him. So he has some of that in there. Uh, and then you have the all out speed game, which is, you know, even the commentary says, like, if your kids yeah. are going to get into golf these days, make sure they have speed, 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 man, because you got to be able to. You got to be able to hit the ball. And it, does, it. Yeah. it does. And it does suck for somebody like Xander Shoffley, who's like not terribly. Mm-hmm. Long, but who is good? Like his strokes gain, mm-hmm. he, he's money. Yeah. But he's legit. Kind of, yeah, you fell off at the end. Like LB said, man, you got it. You know, it'd be one thing if he was just like bombing and gouging, and it was his short game is trash. But he was, he was, he was putting. Yeah, he, he was dropping off, that eagle, that forty footer for for eagle. Yeah. Um, to me, that right there was when the tournament changed because dude, mm-hmm. uh, even though even though Wolf made his putt, mm-hmm. by him making a forty footer, I mean, come <laughs> on, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was just his day. He 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 proved it so. Hats off to you with the Kango, my brother. Yeah. I know. All our Kango hats tipped towards. I feel like a little <laughs> earlier um, this year, wasn't Glenn somewhat wondering why we were so hard on Bryson at one point? Uh, I think he was. He was, uh, <laughs> I think so. He was He was new getting into the to the sport and wanted to figure out, like, why we were hating. I was like, we're not hating on him. He's just, uh, he's just a nerd. <laughs> he's goofy. He, yeah. he goofy, and he cares <laughs> about what, he, what Brooks thinks about him for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, that's enough Bryson DeChambeau talk. Goodness, I didn't plan on talking about him this much. For 40 minutes. Uh, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to some golf that we played. Uh, okay. Uh, let's, let's start with Mattapanai Springs. I think that was the mm. least re- le- recent round. Yes. Uh, and you guys went there a couple of weeks ago, right? Right. Yeah, we went on a 
Saturday, Sunday morning, Saturday mm-hmm. morning, Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday morning, early, early Sunday morning. We had to get up at the crack of dawn. Oh, it was the day I ran over that tree. Yeah. That's that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, note, note to self, don't text and drive in the dark. Um, <laughs> or at all. Um, yeah, or at all. <laughs> yeah, or at all. Even daytime. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> um, the course, so we got there, and it was uh, just uh, me, Vernon, and Charles. Uh, coach had hurt his shoulder, so he couldn't play. Um, did you know this ahead of time? Or oh, of course, no, of course not. We didn't oh, find that no, out until no. no Charles showed up. So yeah. That's the second time that has happened. <laughs> I told, At least I told, Charles like, showed up this time. I told my dad, I was like, hey, man, I, I told him, I saw him this past week, and I was like, hey, it's, it started looking like a pattern, bro. The LB started looking like a pattern. He's like, no, it's my shoulder. It's just got a pinched nerve. It just happened to happen twice in a row. I was like, all right, just check it. He thought y'all was boys. <laughs> exactly. I thought he was my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I show we up, broke, he don't we show broke up. bread together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we played the course. Uh, it was very. I, I enjoyed it. It was a very nice course. It's very well laid out. I thought the condition was great. They had a nice driving range with grass mm-hmm. tees. The balls are out there. The short game area was was trash, but the, mm-hmm. the driving range <laughs> and the uh, putting green was, was pretty pretty decent. This was your first um, time there? Yeah. Yeah. And it's back in the cut, too. It's, it's way back in the cut. Mm-hmm. It's in uh, in the clown in the White House in his territory. All oh, his so fans, all his I'm, fans lied the road. It's, it's I'm scared, Virginia. Yes. <laughs> almost. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Daytime only. Yes. <laughs> Daytime only. Um, but, yeah, very nice course. Uh, the price was – price point was, I think it was 80 –80? 79, something like I think, yeah. 79, something yeah. like that, yeah. Not, not bad. Yeah, yeah, really nice course. Like I said, the layout, I, I think I posted on our Instagram page, the like yeah. Bet 90 or something, the, the grass that they use. It reminds you of, reminded me of Florida grass. Oh, um, nice. Fairway is very spongy. Yeah. Um, yeah, really nice course. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a solid B. Okay, <laughs> nice. Vern, you've played there before, so how were how the games? How was Charles? How how did you guys do? Uh yeah, I played it before. It was good. It was a nice course. I agree with LB. Um, uh, you know Charles. Charles was Charles. He came out. Hey, he came out. Mm-hmm. He was jovial as usual, talking, talking, mm-hmm. hanging out, and everything. Um, he's always good, good to hang out with. You're yeah, never he's good. Be, yeah, you're always gonna have a good conversation. You're always gonna have fun with Charles around. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna hang. Um, all the games were not great, but you know, uh, like my, I'm still up until like today, until like the last half of today, I was still in, you know, doing the thing where I'm in between swings where I'm trying to teach myself something new and then be like, all right, I'm going to go out of the course and I think I can get it this time. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of wasted that round and Saturday's round, but, um, <laughs> but towards the end of the day, I got it together, but yeah, it was, it was, nice. it was nice. Yeah. I'm, I'll, be, I'll be ready for bully. I mean, for, um, I'm sorry. Uh, was it Bennett? A little bit. Bennett. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. 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 I shot 91 at Mad- at Manapani Springs. So I like, that's why I like the course. <laughs> has a lot to do with how you play. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it makes it, all, it changes everything as they say. Crazy. Okay, so good. So, so, so now I guess the, the so if Coach B invites you out to play golf again, are you gonna go or are you gonna? <laughs> right, so let me. So this this is what I said. Yeah. So I'm gonna say yes. Uh, but obviously I'm, I can't answer LB, but I'm gonna kind of answer for him. I said when we were out there, I said, look, next season we can't come down here until they set it up and they make the reservations and they invite us because I've been like doing it every time. And then when you came down, Claude, I think for Pendleton, they weren't there. So I told him that Saturday. I was like, look, y'all invite us next time. We will, you know, we coming. So we right. will come down here. Now, to be fair, even hold on now, hold on now. Now, this was a, we left out a detail. 
Oh. This was an eight-man tea time. Remember? Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. Sure was. Uh, Aaron, oh, Aaron, Aaron and his wife, and Troy and his wife were going to play as well. Did they not show? No, uh, they didn't show. Aaron said he had. No, I didn't talk to Aaron about this. Aaron has one hundred percent thousand credit with us because he's a solid. He goes anywhere. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He drives but, two hours to come play with us. But he said, like the day before, he's like, "Hey, man, I got to work." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I was like, "All right, I mean, if you want to play, brother, it's all good." But I'm, no, I'm joking. He, he, had, he, <laughs> he had to work. He had to work. So when he pulled out, him and you know Troy and his wife uh, pulled out. So next next season, we don't do a, a big event until the Virginia crew invites us down. And they right. down there. <laughs> to guarantee that they hopefully show up, hopefully. Right, right, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Oh man. Okay. So uh, then um, today, well, I'll I'll, I'll I'll say a little bit. So um, my wife and I, Sierra, we played at um, Raspberry Falls. Oh, uh, Raspberry, uh, yeah, Falls. Yeah, Raspberry so, Falls. Raspberry, yeah. So we were, uh, so we were going to go to Sa- the uh, Salamander Resort, owned by Sheila Johnson. It's in mm-hmm. Middleburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Sheila Johnson, the one who owns Valspar, right? Where the, mm-hmm. the two, yep. where they Innisbrook, where they played the Valspar. Yep. Yeah, so really nice resort. They say that they had some uh, relationship with some private course down there. Uh, something Farms starts with the C. Can't even oh, remember Creighton, the name. Creighton Farms. Creighton Farms. Yeah. Oh. Oof. So so I was like, cool. Let's go down. Nicholas, yeah. Yeah. Let's play there. It's all good. And so uh, I called down there. They weren't, they weren't open on Monday. So I just called the, the resort and said, hey, if you can just, you know, book around 11 o'clock or whatever. I said, okay, cool. I'll let you know. So they called back and said they didn't have an 11 o'clock, but they got somewhere close to like 1230 if we wanted to get on. And um, that just didn't work with the time that we needed. And she said, oh, well, by the way, um, your t- the, the uh, greens fee is 275 per person. And I was like, uh-huh. okay, we'll be playing raspberry. <laughs> here's the thing. No, no, but, but here's the thing. Here's because I – for some courses, like I would pay a lot of money for courses that like like some signature courses, right? You know, right, when, right. when before COVID hit, Sierra had to go to San Diego for something for work. I was going to go with her and already have stuff booked for Tory Pines, like right. you know both right. courses because you you pay that for that. Right, but Creighton Farms, I was like, ah, I don't know. But if I was going with people who would enjoy the court, you know what I mean? Like, because she didn't even want to, like, we ended up just playing nine holes. Like, she didn't want to, she wouldn't want to play 18. I'm not going to do all that. Oh, yeah. yeah and not, no. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so if it was, if it was, I don't mean to sound all like Roy McElroy, like, I don't want to be around my family. It's just that if, if, <laughs> if, if, if we're going to uh, pay that much, it should be, I think it should be with people who are going to enjoy the round. You know what I mean? I and want to play the entire round and play the course and take it in. And not just kind of, you know, you know, hit every now and again and not take every, t- you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Like, yeah, like when me and the Mrs. Yeah. Like when me yeah. and the Mrs. did at uh, the Innsbruck course that time, we spent damn near $500. And you guys played Innsbruck? A uh, long time ago. This is before, this is before Sheila owned it. Oh, Sheila oh, Johnson oh, oh, owned it. Oh. It was back in the day. Wow. But yeah, and it was, uh, it was beautiful, but we did, it was a waste of money. Yeah. It was a, it was a waste <laughs> of money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so that's what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to go and say, oh, yeah, the course is nice and this, but then just know I kind of got cheated because, you know, see, I didn't play every hole. She don't really care. Like, oh, it looks nice here. But other than that, you know, she doesn't really care one way or the other. Creighton is, is, is money. That's, that's, that's uh, not, I mean, I've seen it before and I know about the estate because there's some people I work with who like had some rich people that live out there or whatever. And when mm-hmm. I saw the golf course, I was like, oh, this is, yeah, I yeah. like Jack was like, yeah, I'll build you a course out there 100% private. In this ten million dollar neighborhood, or whatever, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it just looks super yeah, nice. It looks super legit. Yeah, yeah. it looks legit. So you you played Raspberry though before, right, Claude? No, I hadn't. That's why I was like, you know what? I'll go play Raspberry. I've never played there before because the time that you guys went, I didn't go. Oh, okay, um, it must have been right. Glenn then. Okay, yeah, and Aaron. So was, oh, yeah, yeah, Glenn and Aaron. Oh, yeah. Coach, 
No, Coach Glenn Howard. and Aaron. It was Glenn and Aaron. Oh, yeah, you played okay. with Coach Howard once. You played twice, <laughs> yeah. and, and I yeah, played yeah. once. Okay. So I was like, cool, I'll just go out there. You know what I mean? You guys mm -hmm. – and I don't remember exactly what you guys said, but here's what I the, – number one, the layout of the course is nice, mm -hmm. but it was in horrible condition. Was it beat down? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the fairways are burnt out. The greens mm. kind of burnt out around the greens. Like, I mean, it was it was so bad. I mean, even Sierra kind of noticed. Like, this is not. She's like, this is supposed to be a nice, a nice right. course, right? Like, I it thought it was when we played it. You could have. It was there it was LB, before. Like, before what kind the, of condition was it in for you guys? Before the rains. So that's yeah. Uh, yeah because I had heard, I'd seen, and uh, I think on Beltway Golfers, mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, in his feed earlier mm -hmm. this year. When you went out there, LB, you posted mm -hmm. the thing. He responded like, hey, I'm glad to see this is back in great shape. So this is going to be a repeat thing where maybe in the, it gets, you know, through the heat of summer or the rains or whatever, it gets beat mm -hmm. up. And so, uh, to your point, Claude, well, yeah, when we went, I thought it was great. It was, it was an excellent shape. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, we went so, early. We went May, we like, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Before that rain, mm -hmm. before that, uh, that dry spell. So I guess, it, I guess it took a L. That's, that's bad. So it wasn't quite Marlton. But I mean, Sierra it, noticed though, right? But it was Cross Creek. I mean, even mm -hmm. Sierra noticed. I mean, she like the layout's fine. It's just that the the course. It's I mean, it was wow. just horrible condition. But we had a good time. I mean, I can't remember what hole it is. I think maybe it was hole four. But the the tee box is way up on the yeah. And you look yeah. over, yeah, yeah. That was a beautiful. So that's a signature hole. Yeah. 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 And so we go all the way up, and and I'm saying, okay, there's the white tee boxes there, or whichever ones we played from. And Sierra was like, well, why don't you just hit from the back just to see? I mean, it's all the way up here. No one's behind us. No one's in front of us. Just hit. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> it was the best drive I hit all day. The wow. best drive. Oh, the I mean, yes, yes. It, start, it started left, had a nice draw on it, hit uh -huh. right in the middle of the fairway and rolled and rolled down. And then I took another uh, – then I drove the ball again thinking I probably didn't go that far from the white tees. And I hit it in the fairway, but it didn't go as far as the one that I hit from the tips. It must have been a really, really good shot. I got a lot of uh, roll. Like they say, when I'm, when I'm, any, even when I'm fading it or it's slicing to the left, obviously it's taking distance off of it. Mm -hmm. But right. if you're drawing it, it's adding some more to it. And so I, from, from what I've been told, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't hit a draw. But, but, I mean, it was the best T-shirt I hit uh, all day. It was, you, uh, it, when you walked up the tee box, so that's like swagging it out in front of the wife when you're not fully sure. It's like oh, 100%. Getting, it's, it's like getting on the bench. It's like, oh, can you do, can you do, uh, can you do 315? And you're like, sure, but you do it. You just get up like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. of course I can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like. So that was good. That ended up being great. Um, I played, let's see, uh, we both played nine holes. I was, um, I was plus seven. I started out with three pars. I ended up bogeying that hole and then okay. yeah, just and, and, and bogeyed and got a double bogey and then just bogeyed out the rest of the way. And I was happy because I was like, and I was like, you know, I need to prove to you that I've been playing. Like I can't like you come out here and play with all the practicing and rounds yeah. that I play. You come right. out here playing well, which happens all the time. You're like, do you like you spend this much time doing something and you're not good at it? Maybe like, you don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> that seems like a like a total waste of time. You could be spending time doing something that you're good at you know right but, well, 43 uh, yeah. is pretty good though 43 is pretty good pretty yeah good. yeah for me for me yeah, i'll take me it too, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway we'll have more coming back we've got haynes point we've got to talk about uh, some lpga stuff um we also talked about the u.s open but we didn't do, didn't do any many millions we'll have that coming up uh when golf dmv returns
Hey, everybody, it's Claude from Golf DMV. And everybody who plays golf knows how important the back is to your swing. And when the back goes, the game the goes. goes. And if you're anything like me, your game is trash already. The least, the, the last thing you can afford is issues with your back. So I want to introduce you to the official chiropractor of Golf DMV, uh, Dr. Smith from Cache Spine and Sports. Now, she's conveniently located just outside Silver Spring, convenient to the Beltway. I don't have back issues right now. However, Lawrence Brooks, LB, you've heard his back issues. <laughs> Issues, and you are a client of Dr. Smith. Tell us a testimonial. Oh, absolutely. So I found Cache online uh, a couple years ago uh, mm-hmm. after experiencing some issues with my lower back and my actually I have pitched over my neck. Um, I went to a chiropractor initially who could not help me. See, I went to Cache. Mm-hmm. She has different modalities that she can do. She can do dry needles as mm-hmm. well as uh, your regular chiropractic type stuff. And she has this one table right. uh, that I call the guillotine. <laughs> but but I, but I love it. I, lo- I, actually, right. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly recommend her. Um, she is the official chiropractor of Golf DMV. So if you go, tell them that you know we sent you. And uh, I think you'll be eligible for a free gift as well. Check this out. LB, you had an issue with your back, right? Yes. Another chiropractor couldn't get it right, right? Nope. And then you went to uh, Cache Spine and Sports, right? Yep. And then they fixed it. She she got me straight. And anytime you have a back issue and it's hurting your golf game, you do what? You go to see Cache. And then what happens? Your golf games get better. If you want your golf game to get better and you need a chiropractor, do yourself a favor. Contact Dr. Smith and her staff at 301-641-5693. Say it slower because we say these fast and then people have to write it down. Right. 301-641-5693 or go to CacheSpineSports.com. Uh, That's C-A-S-H-A-E-S-P-I-N-E-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. The official chiropractor, by the way, of Golf DMV. It's Golf DMV brought to you in part by uh, Cache Spine Sports. Go to Golf DMV uh, Podcast.com. Scroll down to friends and sponsors of the show. You can read all you need about Dr. Smith right there. Uh, so we've got some more rounds to talk about, at least, well, one more round to talk about. You guys played, um, well, I guess, so there's some controversy, not controversy, just differences in what we're calling it. Uh, East Potomac versus Haynes Point. Yeah. Um, officially, it says East Potomac Golf Course, so yeah. Yes. But it's right there at Haynes Point, right? Well, yeah. near it. Not, so, not so East Potomac Golf Course is on Haynes Point. Point. Okay. So that whole landmass, the peninsula, is Haynes, Haynes Point. Point. Right. And the golf course just happened to be on the East Potomac Park is on Haynes Point. So that's why I call it Haynes Point. <laughs> and if you yeah. were, I guess someone, everyone would know who, what you're talking about, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, so, LB, what made you <laughs> want to go play at Haynes Point? Because it's not, it's not on our regular rotation. No, it's not at all. Um, one, uh, I'd never played it before. And I'm, you know, it's all, it, I should be ashamed to say I that I found I, that I, amazing. That's exactly, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I grew up in the DMV, been playing golf for 20 years. You're black, 20, and I'm black. It's changing and, and, a little bit now, there, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and and have never played Haynes Point. So that was that was the other. Re- and we would just look for some place. I just wanted some place different too. You know what right. I mean? So and I figured we could kill two birds with one stone. And it was a Monday, so it was nobody. Well, it, it was very. Um, the crowd was minimal. Um, we, we had a really good pace. It was the threesome in front of us. I think we maybe had to wait a couple. We had to wait a couple times. Right. Then, uh, but they, they stopped at nine. So then we had nobody in front of us at, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we uh, we picked up a guy on on ten uh, to play with us uh, the rest of the way. But the course is it's it, you know they call it a link style course, which 
I mean, I guess you could it could qualify that. Yeah, that's you're really stretching. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a stretch because it's like because it has no, no bunkers trees. anywhere. <laughs> right, yeah. basically. Flat. You flat. know what I mean? Because it's flat. Yeah. You could call it um, a Nebraska Plain style course too. <laughs> <laughs> but they got enough overbrush, you know, on you know, on the sides of the fairways that you can lose balls out there because I lost a couple. Yeah, I tried really um, hard and I did. So so yeah. So but it was you know, the greens were usually usually not big. Um only a few had some undulations and most of them were pretty maybe tilt a little bit but nothing out you know nothing unusual yeah um they rolled well though they were surprisingly yeah. nice though because I, mm-hmm. I was curious if the greens were going to be like trash they weren't they had a little speed to them and yeah 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 so it, it was it was different i'm glad we went we got some nice okay. shots of the you know the, the sites the sites around you the monument in the background and yeah. mm-hmm. you get the water on one side of the airport and the other so it was pretty cool i i enjoyed the day do enjoy going it was kind of a relaxed Mm-hmm. Round midday, just get out and hit, talk. Yeah. I didn't drink and I did not smoke a cigar. Huh. And, and I still had a good time. How about Look that? Look at that. Yeah, he's got <laughs> to save all his energy for a little bit this weekend. Right. Yeah, let me get towed down after the fourth hole, probably. Five holes in. <laughs> so, Vern, yeah. uh, had you played that before? No, and I'm just now realizing oh. that what I, what I had been thinking was Haynes Point is actually Langston. So, Langston okay. is the one off Benning Road. <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's the yeah. one off the blue line. So that, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what, yeah. So I had him reverse. So okay. I was like correcting him, like, oh, I ain't trying to play no hey, Let's go play East Potomac. I was like, oh, he was like, all right, whatever. And he just made it for East Potomac anyway. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to address that. Completely, yeah, he completely whatever. ignored what I said. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool to actually play what, uh, so we can check one for the D, a golf DMV. Yep. And, uh, yes, yes. We're, we're good. You know, I got plenty, like I said, I got plenty of pictures of the mom in the background. I kind of did okay on the back nine coming in. Uh, we got to play with this. Young man named Justin, mm-hmm. uh, 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 active duty, you know, a uh, uh, gentleman works in Intel for the army or whatever. Nice. Um, nice guy. Nice, you know, yeah, you know yeah. nice enough, nice enough guy. Maybe he wasn't playing as well as he'd like to, but it's, so this is an example too, for those of you who want to get into the game. Um, like I said, Justin wasn't hitting probably if you, I think he would fairly say he wasn't hitting as well as he'd like, but he kept it moving. He kind of, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and he was still enjoyable, too. He also didn't sink into just like, oh, this is trash. He congratulations <laughs> on your shot. You know, he hit one, be like, ah, this doesn't usually happen. And he hit another one, like, cool, that one's fine. And he just kept it moving. And that's yeah. how you do it. Yeah, you nice. just go until you yeah. get it sorted out. So uh, it was a good round. It was a good round by LB. I was glad he was off today because I hadn't had any plans on playing. So I went ahead and uh, did some work last night, opened some things up, and it was good to get out there. I think we should go back, too, with, with you, Claude, as, as a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask. So is it and Langston. To- and Langston. We need to play Langston. Is that a spot that you guys are, like, thinking about putting in rotation, like going back to Haynes Point when you just want a casual kind of – did you guys walk or did you drive? Well, I oh, to... we rode. Okay. We rode. Anybody walk. Yeah. yeah, I'm not yeah. walking. Yeah. That wouldn't walk that course? No. No. It's flat. Why? So, what really they got to do with anything? What they got to do with anything? <laughs> it's still, it's still 6,400 6, steps. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's a bit. <laughs> Okay, but we got to do Langston it. as well. I, I, I didn't get a, I didn't get an amen on that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about we'll, that. We'll, we'll go to Langston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll talk about it. This is, we'll, we'll, we'll just take turns watching each other's clubs. That's when somebody has to go to the <laughs> okay. restroom or something. There we go. Right. Anybody yeah. got a concealed carry? Up? <laughs> okay, so yeah, so so another question though: If somebody was coming in town from out of town, coming to Washington, would you take them to play East Potomac? Depends mm. on that game and the day of the week. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, if they're like if they're, if they're legit golf, if they're like in us or Aaron's class or something, yeah. no, no, I think somewhere would. else. Yeah, because you're not really selling them on the golf. It's hey, why don't you come down to DC? We'll play. You can see the monument from the court. I mean, I don't. I'm not even. I mean, as mm-hmm. and, and, and you guys are from this area too. I'm that stuff doesn't really turn me on at all. Like I don't no. care about the Washington stuff. No, mm-hmm. no, because we've seen that all. We live here. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. We've, we've been in all that stuff. <laughs> Matter of <laughs> fact, we get mad as I used to do when I used when I had to work downtown. In the summertime, but all of the tourist traffic clogging it up, right. making it hard for me to get home. People walking right. at the the monument, like bro, it's an obelisk. It's basically <laughs> they got it all over the place, all over the world, man. Come on, man, get out of here. Oh, look at that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, cool. Leave, leave, leave the city. Going up yes. and down the wrong way of the side of the subway. Yeah, oh my goodness, dude. It's just ridiculous. Um, okay, cool. So I'm glad you guys had a good time there. Let's knock out some of this Manny Million stuff. You did a LB did a Manny Million. Yeah, we'll do a run through these real quick. Mm-hmm. But we cannot do the championship. So I just want to say shout out to Mr. Jim Furyk. Yep. Who won uh, his second win in a row, um, and his second start on tour as well. He joins Arnold Palmer and Bruce Flesher as the only two guys who have ever done that. Hey, after this weekend. Phil's ass will be there squarely every weekend from now on. <laughs> exactly. He was struggling. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, yeah, he was bad. And Tiger's yeah, and not that far from behind, Phil, he, by the way. Right, yeah. Well, I, I don't – Tiger might want to make that move. No, yeah, because I was just thinking you, – you said behind Phil, and, yeah, he is behind Phil. He's worse than Phil right now. <laughs> um, but, okay, that's another topic. So, uh, the LPGA, they went to a playoff. Miss Georgia Hall won – First place, he was at minus twelve, two hundred and sixty-two thousand dollars for first like place. Like Georgia Hall, she's pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just an update on the sisters. Uh, Mariah Stackhouse finished uh, minus ten for tied for fifth place. Mm-hmm. Not, not 45, bad. For Forty-five thousand dollar check for her. Thank you wow. very much. Let's go. And Miss Cheyenne Woods, uh, plus three, did not make the cut. She was too busy worrying about her podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead of concentrating on golf. Stay in your lane, sister. Over there oh, here we go. Okay. Oh, we, okay. we got the podcast thing taken care of. Thank right. you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the All right. Um, many millions for the U.S. Open. Uh, so I did uh, – I didn't do the last place guy, Mr. Uh, Shugo Mari or something like that from Japan <laughs> because I couldn't find any information on him easily. So I went up mm-hmm. one to tie for 59th, Mr. Sebastian Munez. He tied okay. – uh, for 59th with uh, Sebastian, I'm sorry, uh, Rory Sabatini. They both were plus 24. They won 26. Sebastian Munez has a really good story about how he got on tour, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, maybe he maybe he did, but I didn't find it. Okay. I, <laughs> so we, I won't be talking about that. No problem. <laughs> good tease. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to tell you what I do know about Mr. Sebastian here. He's fixed six, foot, uh, six, foot, six foot tall, 185 pounds, 27 years old. He's single. He went to the University of North Texas. Uh, he's originally from Bogota, Colombia. He mm-hmm. uh, went pro in 2015. Ready? Mm-hmm. Yes? Not mm-hmm. it? Okay. All mm-hmm. right. He's got one tour win. One. One. No second place. Okay. Two third place. Mm. Nine top tens. Oh, see, there it is. Out of 72 <laughs> events. He's made 42 cuts. What is his career earnings? Uh, all right, Clark. All right. I'm going to go with 4.7 million. Okay. 
Uh, I'm gonna go eleven and a half million. Now I'm a, now I, I am encouraged by LB's initial reaction because mm-hmm. I, it must not be <laughs> ridiculous that I see four point seven because I've gotten worse. Okay, go right ahead. And today's winner is, to my surprise, Mr. Claude Jennings at yes. four point four. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. million. You were really, really close. Really close. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Nice work, I guess. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of birds. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. Uh, And like I said, I didn't pull up a whole lot on Mr. Munez, uh, other than he started playing golf at three years old. And back to you. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Transition. That's pretty funny. So, uh, so I saw this um, uh, it, it, this tweet, and it's been kind of it's been corrected. But Lisa Cornwell from Golf Channel tweeted about a young lady on the LPGA tour. I can't remember her name. Um, her nationality, I don't think, was important to the tweet, but mm-hmm. she said something about the the one. But anyway, she said that she was trying to get fitted for some new irons that she was going to play with, and she wanted some Mizunos. And as it turns out, um, uh, you know, she ended up paying for them herself. Mm-hmm. And she was, and Lisa was like, that's crazy that she would have to pay for these, you know, Mizunos and things like that. Mm -hmm. So this whole debate started on Twitter where people were saying, well, I mean, if the money's not there with the LPGA, why should companies like Mizuno just give these ladies clubs, privilege, et cetera, et cetera. When some of the worst guys on tournament gets, I mean, on tour Mm -hmm. gets clubs. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So Mizuno kind of um, like clarified and said, well, we didn't make her pay for any clubs. What she wanted was, a certain loft and her instructor said something with a different shaft and they, they couldn't get it to her in time or something like that. They weren't going to custom it, customize it one way or the other. They just couldn't do it. And mm-hmm. so she just ended up buying the ones there that the guy was fitting her for or whatever like that. Okay. So she just paid for them because I don't think she could get what she wanted or whatever in time, but it mm-hmm. did bring up an interesting conversation. I mean, about the money on the LPGA tour, the support for the LPGA tour, we talk about this every week when it comes mm-hmm. to how much money the women are and are not making you yeah. know, on tour. Um, and they play good golf. And I'm just wondering about your, your thoughts on, on the fact that what do you guys like think? Does the, should the money, should the money exceed what the interest might be and bring more interest or should the money only follow the interest in the, in the sport, which is a little different from the ladies who are on the tour being having clubs you know basically given to them right mm-hmm. what are your thoughts oh, on that? oh, like, he was, your, oh yeah. be first. i'm sorry you know i'm supposed to be the <laughs> professional host here no, i should no. have directed the question no no, no it's all right, no, it's all right. I'm, 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 uh, I'm easy to dr- <laughs> eager to jump in we're all ready to talk trash about bryson when he brings up a serious topic about <laughs> whether it is everybody's quiet everybody looking at each other <laughs> um, i think uh man i think you can i mean this isn't gonna be a satisfying answer i think you can sort of ride the middle there claude like i think you can have a i i it, so in other words yeah generally the money sh- should be there for the players anyway without going oh you know it's not gonna be like hey you know the tour only makes x amount of dollars still we're gonna go in the hole and put everyone up in you know um the mandarin hotel everywhere they go you know but but mm-hmm. but at the same time we're not going to do motel six. There's a smart in between. There's, there's right. something in between you paying for your own clubs. Again, in this case, it was a misunderstanding, mm-hmm. but there's something between having you know, pros pay for their own clubs and just being, and not having a care in the world or worrying about anything. I think that can be done sensibly, right? Like mm-hmm. the WNBA does it. I feel like, uh, you know, and they're in, you know, there's famously sort of in the hole, sort of, so to speak, and they don't get as much money. Mm-hmm. I would argue probably the LPGA tour players actually maybe have an opportunity to make more money than WNBA players, but I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. 
Oh um, yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If they're con- if they're consistently winning, that's the that's the famine part. Well, of it. Yeah, like yeah. with the NWNBA, you at least get a, a you know a, a player salary or whatever. That's salary, right? right. But no, I think I think in general, I'm leaning towards um, uh, uh, the the money should be there for the for the players, Claude. Just within mm-hmm. you know within reason. I would not expect the tour to to go massively in the hole, but there are definitely things you can do to uh, uh, to promote the game and make it look like, hey, these ladies are here earning money. Because then it becomes, like you said, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where it becomes an attractive option for young lady athletes coming up. They go mm-hmm. get golf scholarships, golf programs, golf programs get boosted up, and you get, you know, you get more competition and, and, and more, more dollars and stuff like that, more viewers. So that's just me. So, now you have to talk, LB. Right. So now I'm going to quickly segue, <laughs> segue to what you just said. I just pulled it up. Oh, okay. Um, Brittany Griner for Phoenix – her salary is two hundred fifteen thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. She's like good. Yeah. yeah. She's one of the top players. Sue, right. Yeah. Sue Bird two fifteen. Uh, Digger Smith. Uh, Skyler. Skyler Diggins. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her two fifteen. That's a that's a uh, her cap hit at least. So I'm assuming that's her salary. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So so, so yeah, you can make a lot more money in uh with in golf, golf than if you you're can, one of the top yeah. players. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, so so the model um, the model for the NBA and the WNBA is that the NBA sends gives WNBA money right to sustain mm-hmm. it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, just okay, thank you. So does I'm assuming the PGA does some of the things same as same thing as well, right? I assume so. Yeah. I have no clue. I would hope so. Right, right. Yeah, because I don't know how I don't know how you get more. How, how, I don't know how you get more sponsorship for for the LPGA. I mean, they they've got. I mean, I'm assuming they've got Nike, you know, all of mm-hmm. apparel they, and all these up club things and like, companies like KPMG. Right, they got sponsorships and stuff. A&A so I don't. Inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, though, this is why I say it's sort of in between because at the end of the day, to what Claude's saying is, you mm-hmm. do need advertisers want eyes. At the end of the day, you've got to yeah. you got to be a ratings draw. You know, right. if something and no, happens, and, no, and then nobody rushing to watch them. Exactly. Know. If we flip the switch right. today and tomorrow they were drawing a number like the NBA or whatever, money would go up in the LPGA. And by the way, right. this is coming from these are coming from guys who watch LPGA golf. Mm-hmm. I watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and 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 you know, I think they would benefit the same way tennis benefit benefited from the Williams system. Ah, you know good, what I mean? Good, good, good. Like you get some some really good popular players player. out there who are popular, kind of hit with the culture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, good point. That's a really good. You point. Know, I think that 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 and, and they come out and dominate. You know what I mean? Like. I remember watching the LPGA and, and thinking Annika Sorenstein was just the best thing out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but she was dominant. You know, you get mm-hmm. to a really good dominant player who knows what's going on. I mean, if there was, I mean, yeah. And the, you got the Williams sisters, but now you've got Naomi Osaka. You know, you get someone mm-hmm. like that. That's yeah, really, they're, they're marketable. Really, exactly. Who's yeah. marketable, who's good. Um, I think that, that that's what they need. That's what they need. But that's what Michelle Wee was supposed to be. That's what she was supposed to be. It didn't turn out that way. I wonder what it is that tennis has over – you know what? Because I'm starting to think. I was like, yeah, tennis is, of all the women's sports, tennis is like the one where you kind of don't one. notice. Where, you, where you're just like, yeah, I'm watching this too. And I, it ha- I think it's the sport. I think in that one, mm-hmm. tennis has the advantage of like – the you know the serve and volley the aggressive nature of it it's mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who's playing if it's played well it's entertaining to watch you know for, for the mass audience obviously we're golf fans mm-hmm. so we're watching yeah we don't sit there oh no no tennis is not I, entertaining no, no no I agree with you that tennis had become that way but at least for me right. and a lot of people that was because of Venus and Serena that's what I'm talking about I'm talking okay. about the after yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah because 100%. once before them I I couldn't have told you who was playing in the in the right. U S Open or any any of those things right. 
And you bring you up a good point. That. I mean, and with that kind of dominance, you know, with that play, I mean, you sit down. I don't think when I'm watching Serena Williams that I'm watching – I mean, obviously, I know I'm watching women's tennis, but I don't say, oh, let me watch this women's tennis. Man. Let right. me watch the women's side of women. Mm-hmm. I right. just sit there and say, I want to watch this match because Serena's playing. Right. And so maybe golf – Yeah, I just say, I'm going to see Serena. I don't mm-hmm. – I don't know what she's doing, but I'm going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> did we did we touch on everything we wanted to touch on today, gentlemen? Uh, I think we did. Yeah. Oh, uh, shout out to uh, what's the? I'm sorry, the guy who wanted a face mask that was on our uh, web uh, email. This Claude, you know him, I believe. Oh yeah, his name, uh, uh, I think I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's either Nene or Nene or Nene. Okay, I thought that's you the know that. player, Nene. Yeah, we'll right. Nene. That's. That's why I didn't say it because I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. I thought you knew, but uh, <laughs> I didn't want to say it wrong. Right. Um, but yeah, I wanted to uh, shout out and thank him for uh, being the first to email about getting a, uh, a one of our golf DMV my very well hand stitched by me right. um, a face mask. <laughs> so you can go online and look yes. at our website and get one of your own. Now I will say they're very limited supply. I'm only stitching fifteen of these things max. <laughs> That's the max that I'm doing is 15. So you're getting a hand stitch LB <laughs> face mask, double layer cotton with the little nose clip thing in it. Mm-hmm. So you don't uh, fog your glasses up if you like me. Uh, so yeah, go buy some 15 bucks. Thank you. Real, real quick. I wanted to ask you too, Claude, how excited you were yesterday when uh, Anthony Davis made that, that, uh, that three to clinch oh. it for LA. Cause now, so look, I know you, I, I'm rooting for, I, I want LeBron to do well, but it has a little <laughs> extra bit now that I know that Claude is somewhere just turning the TV off. Me yeah, I don't want LeBron to win this. Game. And by the way, I don't, and, and again, I don't know why. Like, I mean, <laughs> listen, I think he's a great player. I think, I don't know, I don't remember a player coming out of high school or being an AAU that had so much hype that lived up to every bit right. of the hype. And, and, and the, had no scandal, has not had a, hasn't flamed out all, or nothing crazy at yet. all. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and so he's got that. Then he then then he helps so many people out in his community, yeah. and he's got this. School. He's a great person, and yet, uh-huh. I, and yet, I don't <laughs> want him to win. And I've never wanted him to win. I've never wanted him to win. When he started in Cleveland, I didn't want him to win. But I oh admired his game. But in his great, he's been the non-straight finals. Like yeah. people don't do that. I don't think no. anyone's been the non-straight finals. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't know. But I don't know why I don't, why I don't want him to win. I don't know. I, so I wrote really Jordan, quick. When Jordan was playing, I wasn't a big Jordan fan. Right. I like to. I, I, I mean, I was, I, I was cheering so hard for those two Utah teams um, before I knew the <laughs> stuff about Carl Malone that I know now. Oh, I, was yeah. rooting, I was rooting so hard for them uh, to be, and and they couldn't. I remember, I remember when Jordan. My first basketball memory was Jordan doing the right hand to the left hand layup against the Lakers. Uh-huh. And I was crushed, yeah. and I was, I was like a kid. Like, why do I? Why am I so upset about this? Um, and then when Mike Tyson was at his prime, I loved to see Mike lose. I mean, I wanted to really? see. Him. And then when he finally, yeah, because he was the unbeatable. And I thought he was, I thought he was fantastic. He's unbeatable, man. He's probably the best ever. I wanted to see him go down. And then when he finally did, I was sad. And then I, was, I found myself cheering for him <laughs> post Holyfield. And so I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't Aaron, know. Aaron, take note when we play PB Die, who will be rooting for you in the, in, in the background <laughs> if you try. <struggle>. Right. <laughs> Come on, revealing himself over here. <laughs> I don't know why, man. Don't know why I'm this way, guys. Yeah. All right, this is Golf DMV, folks. <laughs> we'll be back next week uh, with uh, with uh, yeah, uh, what PB not PB Die, um, a little Bennett, a little Bennett, a little Bennett update, yes, and other things. Yes. All right, folks, we, we're out of here.